0: Thank you for joining us today at Christian Worship Center. We pray that the word given would be able to bless you and all those who hear it. To discover more about our church, visit our website at cwcirvanky.com. Thank you again for joining us. Now prepare your heart for today's message.
1: It's amazing what the Lord does with me. He'll give me a a title. He'll give me a word, and then he wants me to go dig it all out, you know. So he gave me a word, and it's crossing over, crossing over. So I want to take you on a journey. And in Deuteronomy, and, uh, you know, in Deuteronomy, uh, even first chapter, first verse, Moses starts telling all the Israelites about what's happened on their journey. You know, it started out, of course, uh, in Exodus. Moses, we all know the story of how Moses got to the place he was to be the leader, to lead the people, uh, uh, the Israelites, out of Egypt. And so, and all the journey. Uh, they, They started out from Egypt, and Egypt. Egypt represents sin and carnality, so they were slaves. And sometimes we can we can still be in bondage, even though we love the Lord. We love the Lord, but we can still be in bondage in areas of our life. And so, as we go along, we're gonna uh, we're going somewhere today. Just bear with me as we get there, because uh, this is this is God. He's in it, and so we want to make sure that He speaks whatever he wants to speak but we know that you know the journey through the wilderness it was 11 day journey and it ended up taking them 40 years 40 years just think about that 40 years that the children of god could have made an 11 day trip we don't really, when we read that, I think we just think it's a story. You know, a story in the Bible. But it was reality. But, you know, God was so good to those people. He, they were his people. Yeah. Just as we're his people. And he's good to us. And he wants to be even, as a, as we were saying Wednesday night, even gooder. Even, gooder. even yeah. gooder. He wants to be gooder to us. You know, but 40 years they went. They walked through that wilderness, and they. What amazes me is that God was with them all the way. He was cloud by day. He was fire by night. He, he gave a manna for heaven. He. I mean, they had food every day, but they want to hoard it up and pile it up. That's a, that's key to us today. You know, we're not to hoard things up, but just for our for our daily, we go to God daily. Or whatever we need, and he's our provision daily. And we're not to worry about tomorrow. But they went and they their shoes didn't wear out, they didn't have to have new clothes. That's amazing to me. But the thing about it was, as Moses relates, you know, here in the in the first chapter of Deuteronomy, the whole chapter of Deuteronomy is, is talking about all their wanderings in the desert. But he begins to tell them why they're not going to be able to go into the promised land. Canaan, the promised land. He begins to re- relate to them and tell them why that they weren't going to be able to go. Because, you know, they started out, they were so joyful and they were so happy that they were coming out of Egypt. They were they didn't have to make him old bricks no longer. They weren't slaves no more. They were coming out and they were going into their promised land. But on the journey... On our journey, on our journey, they begin to murmur, and they begin to complain, and they begin to, you know, uh, just talk to Moses like, well, why did you? That's what they said. Why did you bring us out in here to die? Why did you bring us out? Oh, we wish we was back in Egypt. Wow. You know, we find our, you know, we can relate. We, as God's people today, can relate to every bit. Of what the Israelites went through. Matter of fact, we are we're grafted in. We're grafted in. So you know, uh, we need to obey. That's that was their problem. That was their problem. They didn't obey. They rebelled. We can look and we can see. And not only that, God 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 told Moses, said, uh, "This generation is not gonna is not gonna enter in." They're not going to go into the promised land that I promised all of them. And the reason is, is they begin to murmur. They begin to complain. They begin to uh, do everything against what God's commandments were. How many knows we need to keep God's Word? We need to keep His commandments, you know. Why? Because we're going to prosper and we're going to be blessed. We're going to have peace. We're going to have joy. We're going to have all the things that we need to get through on our journey. But that's what happened to them. They didn't obey. They even, you know, uh, they all died out. That old generation died. And, you know, it wasn't that God, you know, God said that they would. But it was their enemies. It was their enemies is the one that destroyed them, and you know that that's a that's a thought today for us, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, also, even the ground—I mean, a big old earthquake happened and swallowed up. Cora, you know, he was a major leader in rebellion, and a lot of people got, I mean, just swallowed up and died. So we could see that, you know, that generation did die out because of rebellion and disobedience, and, and they were never satisfied. So it's important. I, I preached a message one time. It was talking about, you know, uh, breaking the generational curses. And, you know, I, and I'm, I never will forget. I made this statement that murmuring and complaining is like Siamese twins, and it will st- truly destroy you. It'll destroy your life. You won't. You won't. You won't have the goodness of the things of God when we murmur and complain. So, church, if 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 that's you, you know, I know. Sometimes I can I can stand up here and say that I murmur and complain sometimes. You know, I get tired and I start. Oh, I don't know. You know, and and I'll check myself or the lord checks me the holy spirit checks me but we've got to be careful or our blessings will be stolen and we can't have all the promises that god has already promised us see god has made promises i dare say god's made promises to each and every one of you all but how how are you living how are you living? And that's what the Lord, the Lord, is, the Lord gave me this, and so I know it's for someone. He said, well, no, actually, he, he said it was for this church because we're going forward. We're going forward. We're not going backwards. We're going forward, and God is, God is getting ready to do great and mighty things. But, you know, even the people, but, you know, <laughs> isn't this amazing? Their leader, their leader, Moses, wasn't allowed to go into the Promised Land either, but you know why he wasn't is because well he got aggravated. He just got aggravated at all the Israelites because of everything they were doing. You know uh, God had met him on the mountain. He had saw him you know face to face and and had gave him uh, the Ten Commandments and he was then leading leading them out and he just got aggravated with them because they wouldn't they wouldn't obey. They wouldn't they just they was just just being ugly. Let's just say it that way. They were just being ugly and wouldn't obey the Lord. And so, you know, they were thirsty and uh, they, they were going to get the water. And instead of doing, doing it the way God instructed Moses to do it, the way God instructed Moses to do it, he hit that rock with his rod out of anger. Think about that. Just that one act kept him from going into Canaan, the promised land. He was allowed to see it, but he wasn't allowed to go in it. He was going to die. So to me, that speaks volumes. We can't allow anger to rule us. We can't allow anger to uh, stop the flow of blessings in our life. We can learn self-control. We can walk in the fruit of the Spirit. You know, it's all provided, but see, that old flesh. That old flesh gets in the way sometimes, doesn't it? But, you know, and then, you know, after all that, he, he, you know, he told the people that he was going to die there, that he wasn't going to be, it's just, you know, y'all can, it will be good for y'all to go back. I'm sure everybody's read, you know, all about Deuteronomy. But it tells all about the wonderings and what happens and what uh, Moses begins to tell what he wants that new generation to do. He gives them instructions of what to do. And so that's, that's then what he begins to do further into Deuteronomy. He begins to tell the people that Caleb and Joshua and their generation would be entering into the promised land. And why was that? Because they had a different spirit. They didn't murmur, and they didn't complain, they had faith and they believed God. God. God said it, they believed their leader too. They believed that Moses was hearing from God and what he was telling them to do, they did. And so their faith grew and grew and grew and it said that they were not only full of faith, but they were full of wisdom, they were full of wisdom and they had the good report. Amen. They had the good report. They didn't look at that as we as little old grasshoppers and we couldn't get the job done. They said there's jobs there, but we can more than, be more than able to take this. Amen. So, so we go forth. Now, I'm, remember, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. You know, the Lord set, uh, set forth life and death, didn't he? He set forth good and evil. And so we've got to realize that, you know, the enemy, we do have an enemy. And he's, he's out to destroy us, but we can't allow him place in our lives. And see, it's going to take us praying and seeking the face of God, getting into his presence and not just wanting his hand, His hands held all, out all the time and us give me, give me, give me, give me. But we gotta, we got to go forward. Amen? So we read, uh, I, and I want to I read uh, in Deuteronomy 28, beginning with verse 1. It's the blessings of obedience to God and what will happen if we don't obey, the curses. Now, I'm not, gonna, I'm not really going to, I want you to go there, and I want you to, uh, we're going to just read a few of them, and then I'm going to condense them because they're too lengthy. We'd be here 30 minutes if I was reading the blessings and the curses, amen? Are they up there? Okay. All right. It says, and and I'm I'm reading out of the amplified. So if my words don't line up with your Bible, then that's why. (laughs) If you will listen diligent to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all of his commandments, which I command you this day, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Now, he's talking to Israel, but remember, we're engrafted in. This holds true to us today. Amen. You'll go places. Amen. Amen. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voices of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your beast. The increase of your cattle and the the young... Of your flock what's that saying that's saying everything that you have will be blessed now you may not have a farm you may not have cattle and you may not have all of that but you've got a home and you've got you've got uh, cars and you've got uh, uh, you probably got money in the bank and it'll all be blessed when you obey the Lord amen blessed shall be your basket And your needing trough blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out i was just uh, i was just telling michael earlier in our church in tennessee within jody can remember uh in our sanctuary we had uh you come through a great big foyer, and then we had double doors and when we come in and when you uh, go out you'll see this big sign up over them double doors that says blessed when you come in you're blessed when you go out because we wanted to present that to the people to let them realize that they were blessed they were blessed when they would uh, get in the word and they'd begin to do the word we can we can we can know the word we can read the word but if we don't do the word then it's not of no effect in our lives we got to be a doer of the word amen we've got to be a doer of the word it's high time that we quit playing around and 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 just doing everything except get in the word and pray if you want to see this town if you want to see this region transformed by the power of God it's going to take us reading the word and knowing what to do because that's our that's our manual. That's 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 our instructions is this word of God. We won't know what to do if we don't get in it, but then when we do and he give us instruction, we can't procrastinate. We can't say, Well, I'll do it next week or I'll do it next month. We got to do what God says to do when when there's a window, a window open, a door open, we gotta walk through it and we gotta go and we gotta do. But we're gonna to have to pray. We're gonna to have to intercede for all these people out here. Amen. We're going to have to, we're going to have to, do you love them? Do you love them? Or do you look at them as, oh, they're just old drug heads. They're just, uh, they're just pill pushers. Oh, they're just alcoholics. They're just this, they're just that. Well, as long as we speak that over them, that's all, that's what they're going to be. But we're going to have to believe the report of the Lord. You know, they actually, the, the ones that went in, they, they saw, they saw those Those uh, uh, tribes that went in there before Caleb and Joshua and the people that they did, they saw all the circumstances. They saw giants. They They saw that, oh, we're just little grasshoppers in their sight. But when they went in, they said, oh... It don't matter. Yeah, they were there, but it doesn't matter. We can take them. We know because we got the Lord on our side. And when we got the Lord on our side, we can do mighty exploits for him. Amen. We can do mighty exploits. So we've got to, we've got to get a different spirit. We've got to get a spirit like Caleb and Joshua. We've got to be strong. And courageous, Amen. That's what Moses told Joshua the last words, and he really talked to him. He said, "Now I'm, I am uh, placing you. I'm giving, I'm giving you full reign. Now I'm going to die, and I'm putting you in charge here. And you're gonna, you're gonna take this people over into the promised land that the, and the, the, your ancestors has promised." And he said, "Be strong." Well, I'll just read it to you. I've got it here somewhere. Deuteronomy 31, 7 and 8, it says, Be strong, be courageous, for you shall lead these people into the land promised by the Lord to their ancestors. See to it that they conquer it. Now that's instruction in it. See to it. Joshua, you see to it. So we've been given things by the Lord that we got to see to. Nobody else can do them but you. See, if God gives you a word and he gives you instruction, you might have somebody come and help you, but uh, you're responsible for that. And he wants you to do it. Amen? Don't be afraid, for the Lord will go before you. And will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Amen. Now that's the living word translation. It just made he just made it so clear, you know. So clear. But he will not fail you. He will not forsake you. You don't have to be afraid. He's going to give you strength and He is going to encourage you. Just like David, you know, sometimes you got to encourage yourself. They may not be somebody around all the time to say, come on, come on now. You can do this. You can do this. Sometimes we just have to rally ourselves and say, I can do this with you, Lord. You're not fail me. You're with me. And what's God's word say? If He's with us, who can be against us? We need to get that in our spirit. If God is for us, who can be against us? Now, somehow or another, like I said earlier, y'all went through a lot of, lot of problems, a lot of things, a lot of heartache, a lot of hardships. But y'all are still standing, and God's got a plan. Now, God's got a plan, or y'all been shut down years ago if God didn't have a plan. And I tell you, he's got a plan. You believe what I'm saying. This is a prophetic word now. He's got a plan. And he's going to see it through and he's going to use you to get it done. Amen. Irvin is going somewhere. Now, it's, you know, hopeless, helpless. I mean, you know, and that's the way a lot of people... Outside of those doors. And you may be in here today and you're feeling hopeless and helpless and, and like, you know, that God's not for you or whatever. But I'm here to tell you he is. That's just a lie of the enemy. Amen? But, God, but Moses begins to admonish them and tell them what to do and how to live according to God's concepts. And see, that's key for us. We can't, uh, we can't just take the word of, you know, what, uh, what mama says. What daddy says, or what my grandma says, or what my grandpa says, you know. All of that kind of waters down. And that can get in really into tradition and religion. We got to take what God says, amen. And we got to live by it and then walk by it. So, I want us all to say, we're crossing over. I want you to say it like you mean it. Do you want to cross over today? Do you really want to cross over today? Into a new season, a new time frame? Now, God gave me this message and this is what he has told me. I may not deliver be delivering it as as uh, properly maybe as uh, it's needed, but I'm telling you God gave it to me and it's what it is for this church today. Amen. Now I'm condensing I'm going to condense these blessings. You know, if you will obey, you will have health. If you will obey, you'll have God's favor. If you will obey, you'll have prosperity. Yeah. If you will obey, you'll have reproductiveness. And that's multiplication in this house. Amen? Yeah. You will have victory. You will walk in victory. Yeah. Victorious. Amen? Now, uh, some of the curses that are condensed, if you don't obey... Now you got a choice. God, God tells us that He gives us life or death. You choose. You know, humiliation and shame, barrenness and unfaithfulness, worry, confusion of mind and madness, mental and physical sickness, eye diseases, heart problems, a family breakdown, poverty, defeat, murmuring and complaining, oppression, failure, God's disfavor. Sounds to me like they some curses over this. This. Uh, this town, Amen. Over Irvin, but you know what? Uh, we we uh, <laughs> we did something. And I'll get to that in a minute too. But in the book of Joshua, it starts. Now we have we've. I just kind of give you a little little bit of in Deuteronomy. Now we're in the book of Joshua, and Joshua. Then he instructs the people after the death of Moses. The way there's a way. How many knows there's a way? There's a proper way of doing things. You can't do it your way, somebody else's way, but you got to do it God's ways to get the get the results needed. Amen. So we got to line our life up really, and the blessings will flow. We will have peace and joy and abundance, and we'll have all them blessings. Our baskets will be full. Amen. Say crossing over again. We're crossing over. We're crossing over. All right. Next step. Joshua tells the people. Now listen to this. I'm going to read it. Joshua tells the people that the living God is among you. And he, without fail, would drive out all the, you know, they had to face, the Israelites, they had to face all these enemies. They had to face all the Hittites, the Canaanites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, and all the Ites. (laughs) You know, they were their enemy. And they had to face them, you know. But he said, what did he say here? That he would drive out if they obeyed. If they obeyed. See, there's a condition. There's a condition with us. You know, if we will obey, you know, God will your enemies will de- be defeated. Amen. What it your enemies not each other. It's not flesh and blood. It's, you know, it's principalities and powers, and rulers and high places, the enemy, Satan, and all his little imps. But the Lord said that we Christian worship center if we would truly sanctify ourselves from the world and the world system and its pleasures he would do the same for us our, all of our enemies would be defeated and we'd walk in the blessings and we've got to be clean and holy with it. God says if we're going to enter, enter into heaven, if we're going to go to heaven we've got to be without spot, wrinkle or blemish so, you know, we've got to do these things. We can we can praise the Lord, we can shout and everything. But if we go back out those doors and we live we live contrary to what God's word says, we don't spend time with him and we play games and and uh, all the pleasures of the world getting together with our friends and not praying, not seeking God, not reading the word, then you know, we can't we can't hear the voice of God. So, we got to spend time with him. And so with that, we've got to Examine our own selves. Amen? So, you know, we can we gauge ourselves. Do we play more than we pray? Do we play more than we pray? <laughs> so now we go a step further, and the priest takes the Ark of the Covenant. Now, the Ark of the Covenant represents God's presence. You know, the priests are God's mouthpieces. They carry his presence. on their. Today we are all priests. We are all priests and carry His presence. Amen. First Peter two nine says we're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Amen. A peculiar people. So what with with that scripture that tells us we're not supposed to fit into the world system. We're supposed to be peculiar. We're supposed to look peculiar. And scripture also tells us we got to come out from among the world. Now, when the, when the priests put their feet in the Jordan River, the waters roll back just like they did in the Red Sea for Moses. That miracle happened. You know, it was the 11th month, but it was, it was springtime there. The 11th month was springtime in Israel. Well, I'm here to tell you today that it's springtime. It's springtime. <laughs> it's springtime. Hallelujah. Now, you know what? Now, see the key there, see? Because all that, the water had risen and it was big, and see Jericho was dependent upon those waters being big, and they couldn't cross over. The Israelites couldn't cross over, and so they say they sitting back in their easy chair, so to speak, said, "Well, you know, they're not going to cross over, and and uh, you know, we we don't have to fight them because the waters water's too big and they can't cross over." But see. God did a miracle. Just when you think that, that you, you can't go no further, just when you think that, oh, I'm going to have to go back, I, I'm going to have to sit here, I'm just going to have to sit here, and I'm going to have to idle, God will show up, yeah. He'll show out, and He'll give you a miracle just when you need a miracle. But you got to recognize that God's in your midst. Amen? He is in our midst here today, and He wants you to do mighty things for us. Amen? So we're going to know that we do it his way, everything will line up, amen. The blessings is going to flow just like that water flowed, and we'll have it all, amen. Okay, now, all of this I've said today, (laughs) we're going to follow the priest as shown here. We're going to follow our leaders, they carry his presence and his anointing so we must follow amen we're going to cross over we're going to cross over and i'm getting to the meat of this message i'm getting to the meat of this word i said all of that so you can understand you know we can comp- in comparison of what they went through and what we're going to we're going to be doing the lord told joshua in chapter 5 he said now you need to now, when they started out, when they started out out of out of Egypt, Moses had them circumcised all the males circumcised. But you realize there's forty years has went by now. The older generations died out, but there's been people born, and then there was that generation that had the good report that remained. And so uh, Moses tell uh, Joshua tells them now said, "We're going to circumcise all the males that has been born in the wilderness." That's a cutting away of the flesh. You understand where I'm going? This is symbolic to us today. <laughs> That's what the Lord is saying to His people. Not just this church, but all the churches. It just seems like there's just a... And, but the, the Word of God talks about it. When we see the final day approaching, He would He would seduce even the very elect if He could. So, you know, the the enemy's trying to seduce us to get us to just compromise and just rock back and forth and be complacent and not want to do anything. And just do what... You know, just la, 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 you know, but no, we've got to, we've got to not go there. We've got to do what the Lord is telling his people to do to us, the church. We've got to be willing to crucify our flesh, cut back, cut back. Paul tells us in Romans 7 that in me there is no good thing. We have to, and I do this. I do this, and and this is what I've said. We've got to, we've got to speak to our flesh and tell, tell our flesh that it's not going to rule us today. And there's many times that I say, "Oh no, flesh, you shut up. You are not going to rule today." Amen. We was talking about that the other night. We're going to allow our, our spirit man to rule and reign. And, you know, if we will develop a habit, you know, they say that, uh, you know, 7 to 10, 21 days, really, you can break a habit. Well, if we we speak this 21 days, it can become a habit that we don't walk according to our flesh. And we'll operate in the fruit of the Spirit. We're crossing over. Egypt, as I said earlier, represents sin and carnality. And we see all through Exodus numbers deuteronomy all the things that they did rebellion disobedience and idolatry they made they made idols and you say well you know i don't worship no golden calf well you might worship your children you might worship your uh, by watching TV too much, you might worship by by playing those games on your on your phone or your computer. You may do that more than you get into the presence of the Lord, and that's why I said we got to gauge ourselves. We got to find out what is taking up our time that we can't pray and we can't read the Word of God and seek Him and get in touch with Him and hear from Him and Him moving our lives. What are we doing wrong that that we could make right if we would just? Stop a minute and ask the Lord. I guarantee you if you ask him, he'll respond and he'll answer you. Amen? So so now I've showed you, as we went through this little journey, I've shown you the pattern <laughs> of what happens to God's people when we get out of sync with him. Amen? So it's, not a, it's a prophetic charge to you, church. You know, this past Tuesday night, pastor some leaders and and the intercessors we all come here for purpose we came here for purpose the lord had given me a word a few months back and i was telling doug took to pastor and anyway we all ended up here for purpose and we prayed we prayed we repented we we broke some things off of this church we broke some things of, of that had happened and, and repented of some things that even past leaders had done and i tell you what did it work oh yes it worked because the lord said we used to break soul ties and break some curses and god done it and then you you all saw the fruit of it wednesday night did you not I mean, the presence of the Lord was here in such an awesome, strong way. And so, with that being said, that's that's what God is saying to you. You know, the breaker, the breaker, Jesus, Jesus is the breaker. Yeah. Jesus is the breaker. He he came with a breaker anointing, and he broke that spirit. And there's now a different spirit here. There's a different atmosphere. You can sense it. You can feel it. You can experience, you know, just like I said just like Wednesday night. So now what he's wanting you to do as a congregation, now we broke all of that past reproach off of this church. It's gonna rise and it's gonna shine and it's gonna be but see, we have to just as the Israelites, God can God can say it just as he did to them. But if we don't obey and if we don't go forward and we don't do it, it'll just be church as usual but God wants to use you all. He wants to see the the captive set free. He wants to see, you know, God not only wants to do all that, but he he wants to transfer, you know, uh, ideas and concepts and plans to each one of us that we can take them out beyond this church and just to, to for freedom for these people, he even wants to to give Irvin monies. He wants to give them monies, not not to not to shoot up their arms or sniff up their nose or or uh, take pills or even even drink it to their soppy drunk he wants to give monies so that this town can be blessed so they can help so they can be a helps and they can be a means of 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 not no longer no hopelessness but they will be they will be fruitful and they will multiply and they'll come into the house of god and they'll begin they'll begin to worship and adore him and their lives will change i never will forget we went when we were pastoring in morristown we we had people that had come out of prison. We, looked, God told us, this is what God told us when we started New Direction Christian Center. He told us no matter what they look like, what they smell like, where they came from, or what they done, to love them as he loved them. And we did that. There was times when my clothes would stink. People would come in there, but I hugged them, and I loved them, and I really did but there were people started coming and they had old junky cars that would wouldn't hardly run they looked awful michael it was and some of them didn't have jobs no money's coming in and we begin to pray and we begin to speak those things that are not as though they are we begin to call in them jobs from the east, west, north, and south, call in prosperity to the homes, call in them cars that they'll be able to. The ones that had jobs, that they would get raises so they can afford a good car. And pretty soon, I mean, we just went on about our business and just prayed and trusted and believed. And pretty soon, we was looking out out that parking lot. Well, gosh, look at all them new cars out there! Look, they and they would get jobs. They would come. We had a we had a a a service where we would give. Give place for praise reports, and prayer requests, and you know, and they would start giving all them praise reports of what God was doing in their lives. Marriages was being restored. Uh, people was getting jobs. Oh, they were, and they were being blessed. Why? Because they were hungry. They were hungry for the things of God. They wanted. They wanted it. Amen. They wanted it. So we're wanting it. But you know what? We're crossing over. Say we're crossing over today. You know what? We've never passed this way before. <laughs> We've never passed this way before. It's a new season, a new vision. It's a new time. Now, just as the Israelites had to face their enemy, the theites, we we're going to have to face well, you know, we're not going to just tiptoe through the tulips, so to speak. You know, there'll be times when the enemy comes hot and heavy, breathing down our necks and saying, oh, who do you think you are? You think you're going to go forward? You think you're going to multiply and prosper, and you're going to be able to do all these things that God said? And that's when you be strong. Be courageous, knowing that if God be for you, who's against you, yes, I can, with the help of the Lord. I can do nothing within myself, but with God, all things are possible. Do you believe that today? All things are possible to you, to me, that believe. Amen? We're crossing over into new territory.
0: We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. If you've never made a decision to follow Jesus, we invite you to make that decision today. Or, if you're just searching for the next step that God has for you, visit our website at cwcirvanky.com. There you'll find resources to help you with your specific needs. If this ministry has touched your life in any way, send us an email at connect.com at irvinky.com and take a minute to share your story with us. We would love to hear from you about how God has changed your life. Thank you again for joining us today. We pray that God would continue to bless you throughout the rest of your week.